This is Publisher's Lunch for Thursday, October 27th. I'm Kathy Smith. Among the 62 new deals for the day, we highlight Julie Haberlin's Night Will Find You, a thriller going to Flatiron Books in a major deal in a preempt, and journalist Cassidy Randall's The Hardest Climb about a group of women to climb the summit of Denali going to Abrams Press at auction. In today's news, Lagardère released earnings results for the third quarter ended September 30th with publishing sales of 780 million euros, up 3.6% over the same period last year on a like-for-like basis, and 84 million euros higher overall. That top-line result was driven primarily by acquisitions, 90 million from the addition of workman publishing and paper blanks, and a substantial 66 million bonus from foreign exchange, 55 million of which comes from the strong U.S. dollar. Another contributing factor was Colleen Hoover's Verity, which the company publishes in both the U.S. and U.K. In the U.S., sales were up 4.7% overall. Hachette Book Group CEO Michael Peach said, HBG's third quarter and year-to-date revenues are up significantly due to the acquisition of Workman, who joined us in September 2021, and slightly behind an extraordinarily strong 2021 like-for-like. Strong sales for adult and young adult fiction, led by Colleen Hoover's Verity, combined with growth in downloadable audio and in our third-party distribution business, led the quarter. Spain, Latin America grew by 10.5% due to strong trade sales and the rollout of curriculum reform in Spain. In the UK, sales rose 8.6% owing to Hoover and other TikTok-driven authors such as Ali Hazelwood. Sales in France were up 1%. Sales are expected to be stable in the year while the company expects inflation to negatively impact profits. They reported an expected operating margin of close to 11% for the year. Globally, ebooks accounted for 9% of sales, 8.4% in 2021, and digital audio accounted for 4%, 3.6% in 2021. Travel retail rebounded significantly, up 53.8% in the quarter to 1.146 billion euros as the travel business recovers from lockdowns and border closures. Regarding the Vivendi takeover, which is still subject to regulatory approval, they note that Vivendi confirmed that it is continuing to examine the proposed disvestment of Editus. On Monday, Vivendi formally filed for approval from the European Commission for their acquisition of Legardaire. The company has proposed spinning off their existing publishing company, Editus, into a separate publicly traded company to avoid regulatory objections. 
EU regulators will complete their preliminary review by November 30th, at which point Reuters notes they can approve the transaction with or without remedies or elect to open a deeper four-month-long investigation. The quarterly report also indicates that Marie Flavian has been named as director representing employees on the board starting October 1st. She succeeds Noelle Genevere, who retired. Penguin Random House released their third annual workforce demographics report, showing flat or modest gains in diversity since last year. At Penguin Random House, we strive to create books for everyone. Having a workforce that represents the society we live in goes hand in hand with achieving this goal, the report says. Among all non-warehouse employees, 71% are white, 10% are Asian, 9% are Latino, 6% are black, and 3% are two or more races. American Indian, Mina, and Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander combined for a total of 1.8%. This is a 1% increase in black staff and a 2% increase in Asian staff compared to last year, while the percent of Latino and multiracial employees stayed the same. According to the 2020 U.S. Census, 60% of the population is white. According to the 2019 Lee and Low Diversity Survey, 76% of the publishing industry is. As the report acknowledges, the progress is notable mostly at entry-level positions. While we continue to make progress at all levels, the entry-level population is still racially diversifying at a higher rate than most other levels. We include a chart that shows each level broken out by specific racial identities. For BIPOC staff as a whole, there are 32.8% at the entry level, 28.8% of salaried employees without direct reports, 18.5% of those with direct reports, and 10.2% of executive teams. This year, BIPOC candidates accounted for 45.5% of new hires, compared to 47.8% in 2021 and 28.5% in 2017. Breaking out the numbers by department, 7.3% of editorial staff are black, 8.6% are Latino, 12.5% are Asian, and 4.5% are multiracial, a total of 32.9% BIPOC compared to 29% in 2021. In marketing and publicity, 7.4% are Black, 10% are Latino, 7.4% are Asian, 3.1% are multiracial, and 1.6% are MENA, Native, or Pacific Islander. BIPOC staff now make up 29.5% of positions, an increase from 24.7% last year.
Looking at gender, 73.2% of non-warehouse staff are women, 25.6% are men, and 1.2% are non-binary. In the warehouse, 72% of employees are white, 13% are Latino, 6% are Asian, 5% are Black, and 2% are two or more races. Women make up 53.9% of these roles, and men account for 45.8%. Continuing their stated goal for the company to reflect the racial makeup of the country at large, PRH's efforts include expanding the recruitment outreach and partnerships team, college outreach at minority-serving institutions, demystifying the industry on their social channels, and working to ensure job descriptions and interviews are competency-based and free of bias. Macmillan announced today that their U.S. Trade and Shared Services Division will continue its hybrid and remote-friendly work policy all the way through the end of 2023. Employees whose work can be done remotely have the flexibility to choose the number of days per week they work in the office or choose to work fully remotely. CEO John Yeager says in the announcement, two things are clear. People want flexibility and we continue to live in uncertain times. So we'll continue what has been working for us while we spend the next 14 months evaluating the best way to engage with one another for the long term. Our goal is to develop a way of working at Macmillan where we can access the benefits of working in person and remote work. With the release of the publication date of January 10th, 2023, the title, Spare, and the cover of Prince Harry's long-awaited memoir, Penguin Random House has released additional details of interest to the trade, but less covered elsewhere. The acquisition itself is credited to Gina Centrillo in the U.S. and Tom Weldon in the U.K. Editors for the book are Ben Greenberg at Random House and Bill Scott Kerr at Transworld. There are licenses in 15 additional languages. Outside of the PRH family, publishers include Politikens, Denmark, Holland's Deep, Netherlands, Otava, Finland, Fayard, France, Petio Books, Greece, Corvina Books, Hungary, Montadori, Italy, Marginacy, Poland, Namira, Romania, and Albert Bonnier, Sweden. In the initial announcement in 2021, PRH had noted incompletely Prince Harry will be donating proceeds to charity, as in not necessarily all proceeds. The new announcement clarifies specific donations. Prince Harry wishes to support British charities with donations from his proceeds from Share, Spare, and has donated $1.5 million to Centibali, 
an organization he founded with Prince Seiso in their mother's legacies. He will also donate to the nonprofit organization Well Child in the amount of 300,000 pounds. In People News, Bold Type Books, editorial director Hilary Brenhaus announced that her role was eliminated just as she was finishing maternity leave because of changes in the partnership between Type Media Center and Hachette. Type Media Center is the successor to Nation Institute and Bold Type Books was originally known as Nation Books. Mike Davis, 76, MacArthur Fellow and author of books including City of Quartz and Ecology of Fear, died at his home in San Diego on October 25th. PRH Audio has made a deal with Peachtree Publishing to produce audiobooks for their front list, chapter book, middle, grade, YA, and Spanish language releases starting with spring 2023 titles. Previously, the two companies had worked together to turn select peach tree titles into audiobooks. The list will include about 20 audiobooks per year and be released under PRH Audio's Listening Library imprint. Rebecca Waugh at Listening Library acquired World English Rights for titles included in the deal. She said in the announcement, we're excited to publish even more audiobooks with Peachtree as they expand their list of stellar children's and YA titles. As more parents, teachers, and librarians have become listeners themselves, many of them are sharing a love of listening with their young children, patrons, and students, making it more important than ever to offer titles in the audiobook format. PRH Publisher Services took over distribution of Peachtree earlier this year. That's the news for today.